0: century number 10
1: for brendan taylor it's oh, got the australian captain we're talking about rivada we're talking about how good he is and there it is his 39th one day international
0: 100 the king gets his crown at the adelaide oval go on take it deep mid wicket glenn maxwell celebrates here Kohli he cannot believe it in the middle of the ground welcome to the dnet stumps podcast Zimbabwe's only weekly cricket show with expert analysis by Dean Duplessis. Hello there and a very warm welcome to the podcast. It certainly has been a while, uh, but it is certainly great to be back with you again. Right now, today I would like to believe will probably be one of the more deeper, if not the deepest conversation that has been on the Dean at Stumps podcast. And uh, it gives me a great deal of pleasure to welcome to the podcast Former Zimbabwe cricket captain Brendan Taylor. BT, how are you doing? You know, it very well yourself, thanks. I'm well, mate. I'm, I'm very, very well. Um, I, I think, first of all, I'd just like to thank you very much for, well, being, I suppose, brave enough to, to come and have a chat because uh, it's going to be a little bit like batting on a tricky pitch <laughs> at England when you were playing for Nottinghamshire at times. But uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes, what have you been up to of late? Um, well, I've
1: been, um, been home for about three to four weeks now and obviously maximizing our family time and playing a bit of catch-up in terms of where business opportunities had slowed down before I went away and we'll probably get into that very shortly but yeah, um, yeah it's just really hitting the grindstone, hitting the grind r- running and yeah. and, and um, spending time with my kids in a present state of mind which is just which is un- unbelievable.
0: Now you've also been a bit busy helping out some other um, kids as well two little boys tell us a bit more about that and you've been doing some serious running and that's not running between the wickets either yeah. well that wasn't definitely a strong point of <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but uh yes i finally i've decided to put myself get myself into half decent shape um but yeah it was just like i, I my brother and i came up with this idea this 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 run let's put an effort in this us let's contemplate about this 50 kilometer trail run in big falls and was trying to attach two children um, that were in need of, of some kind of surgery, some, any kind of help. And a friend of mine, who's a doctor, um, put us in touch with these two eight-month-old um, little, little kids, uh, Taku and Tina. And they they needed the, they have a cleft lip. lip. Mm. So um, that, was, that was probably the, the, the most rewarding thing I've ever done. is nothing to do with me. It's nothing to do with my brother. It's about changing two little people's lives. And that's what it was all about.
0: And uh, that isn't a process of happening now. Is that surgery able to go ahead? It's,
1: it's going ahead this Friday. So oh, wonderful. Uh, everything's in place.
0: Oh, yeah. That's absolutely wonderful. Alright BT, so obviously we know that sadly for um, the, the last couple of months you have made headlines for, I suppose some people will say the wrong reasons, some will say for slightly unhappy reasons. Now. You wrote a statement in which you explained exactly what happened, but I I want to put all written statements aside and explain to us exactly what happened. How did all of this go wrong for you?
1: Yeah, I I haven't even looked at my statement um, in many months, but anyways, uh, I guess it's it's nice to chat to people vocally as well and let them know what's going on. Being in the wilderness for a little while. but it was a, such a necessary part of my life. But uh, just to rewind the clock a little bit, um, you know, probably I'd say three years ago it all started. Um, the, the the six month suspension we received from Zimbabwe, uh, you know, I actually mm. Zimbabwe cricket, and that was a pressure moment in my life. Um, coming back from England halfway through my four year contract, big ambitions with Zimbabwe cricket. Two years in, <clears throat> six months, we get hit with that, and. Um, I didn't know, we no one knew where we were going to go after that, how long would their suspension be? We were looking two years, one year and then fortunately it was only six months, but that was a huge burden on me and that's where I found, I, I thought I started to slip a little bit you know with my lifestyle, probably depression as well, certainly depression. I was definitely down in the dumps, I didn't know where I was going to go. Young family, um, passionate about cricket and thinking "Shit, this is all coming to an end now. Um, so. That was that. So I try to be try try to be as productive as I could and, and constructive with, you know, getting Plan B in place in case this the ban would have been two years and that would have been career finished. So I did try and network where I could and, and having fifteen or you know, fourteen years of, of international experience, um, I felt I had a platform to go out there and try and add another string to my bow or meet people that were You know, I could enhance my future, you know, whether it was setting up a foundation, a cricket academy, um, sponsorship, all that. So I I thought that was the right time to pull the trigger and go. I I, um, Some Indian, obviously, some Indian business people reached out to me and I ran it through my agent. And I said, listen, Eddie, what's what's your take on this? He says, "Mm, I'm not too sure. I, I, I don't have a great feeling about this, but you have enough experience on what's right and what's wrong. So I said, okay. well, we hadn't been paid for six months. So I thought, well, okay. I made it very clear to them what I was all about. And and, um, you know, so I I, they just said, listen, we we're we're a fan of yours. We my 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 kids love you. Come and meet us. We'll spend some time. We we can go and, you know, they 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 sent letterheads on on emails with legit sports agencies on it. And, you know, it, it seemed legit to me. So I just got on the plane. I thought, well, for three days in India, what could possibly go wrong? That was uh, October, November 2019 and um, you know by that stage my life was certainly on the downhill already anyways uh, and I didn't really know how to go about it I was I was becoming more of a recluse at home, um, spending a lot of time drinking and drugging and I'll be honest with you that's where I'm at and uh, so I, 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 that was the only thing, only tool I could use to mask my pain at that time. my stresses and then India comes along the first two days brilliant no no issues literally just going door-to-door meeting people pictures playing some cricket in the street on the field um, meeting meeting these people and thinking wow, these actually are decent people until the last night comes and it was after in our on all of our eyes a successful trip so I, I you know it was time to let the hair down have a few beers and get ready to come home. And on the back of that, I was, um, you know, I was I foolishly engaged in in in, in, in drinking and, and using cocaine with these guys. And um, so uh, uh, next morning, I have a midday flight. Uh, next morning, I wake up very sort of rusty and, and not not with it. And you know, these these six of these guys come into the room. Uh, the two guys that i always sort of chatted with um and you know the language barrier was a lot easier to deal with and the other four guys seemed like bodyguards because they were well to do guys they seemed uh, very well dressed uh, and very sort of uh, affluent people um, but you know there was a presence about these guys and i was in my room and i said you know thanks for a good few days they said yes absolutely brilliant love to work with you there's your money and um, by the way there's the evidence of uh, you." Um, doing cocaine in, in the hotel room. You are going to work for us. We want a return on this money. So from then on, I just, I, I experienced a lot of fear. I didn't know how to go about it. I tried to hand the money back. I didn't want any a part of it. The safest bet was let's get on the plane, let's get home, and we'll deal with it later. Um, and I didn't know how to deal with it. You know, I'll be honest with you. I, I had this money. I put it in a safe. I knew it was dirty money. I, ref- I just said, all right. This guy, I'll, I'll talk to you later, not thinking rationally. I, four months went, go, went by with these guys harassing me on, obviously trying to get a return and me to fix games. And I, I, I just flat out refused, I refused, I refused. And I just became unbearable, this, the, this, this video footage of me, not in the, in the greatest of lights, uh, would be now circling the world. And how do I tell this to my family? How do I tell this to my parents, my proud parents? People that have supported me for so long, I just felt it was absolutely crushing. So I kept it quiet for four months until I did report it to the ICC, um, and I never told anyone else by the ICC after four months. So I kept it from my wife, kept it from my family, and tr- and carried on with cricket in the meantime, doing a lot of you know questions and Zoom calls, Skype meetings with the ICC, even meeting the ICC in Dubai and having cameras in my face and. That went on for 18 months, um, so probably about two years before things started to unravel. I thought I was possibly going to get sentenced. From the day they investigated me, I was totally transparent with them. I, you know, I and I always felt that this, um, they're going to hand down a sentence every single day. So I woke up every single day for two years to two and a half years, in total fear. Where's my is finished? And that's what I was kept running into my head. So now that just escalated. My alcohol and my drug use to to nurse it and i can't put it in any other way that's the way i dealt with my depression and my my fears and everything and that just uh, spiraled and spiraled and spiraled until my health started really taking a hit where i got shingles all over my the front of my chest all over my back and i started scabbing up uh kelly took took takes me to the to the trauma center in borradale and says yeah, let's get this checked out and they put me on this amitriptyline which is a high highly powerful medication i'm not too aware of it but she she knows it's a powerful uh drug to 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 try and combat what i'm going through um and she said to me what's going on here? i know something's big going on yeah and i just said to her, no I'll, I'll be honest with you nothing's nothing's wrong enough. everything's everything's fine obviously i'm carrying this lie this burden and um just in my blocked delusional head where I felt by not telling my family, I was protecting my family um, and uh, that's where I was so wrong. Because um, when, when it was coming crunch time with the ICC and and they were they were going to start announcing certain um, uh, bans and, and so forth, that originally it was five years because I was open and as honest as I could have been with them, they dropped that to three and a half years on the back of accepting the money and reporting it for, for, four months late. That's what that's where my ban stems from. So, you know, um, I, I I unloaded to my family and I and I, I received overwhelming love and support and I'd wish I'd done that earlier because, it would have ta- it wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone I wouldn't have sunk so deep, and um, but um, and that's just I'm very blessed with the family that I do have and the wife and the children that I do have because I, I surrendered and I wanted to get help and I needed the help and my life was becoming extremely unmanageable, um, and. And I, I, I don't know how I managed to play cricket for those three years, I, just, I don't know how. But I did and I, I, I didn't play the best of cricket, but um, yeah, it was a horrible burden to carry and I'm glad that's over. I'm glad I'm focusing on a positive life um, and I believe the best is yet to come. I believe I'll impact many other people um, and, and I'm on a mission to do that
0: it's interesting you um, said that before you actually met up with the Indian bookmakers I suppose you could call them Um, you you already had started drinking and drugging so when did the drugging actually start did that start was that you know pretty early on in your playing career and you were able to keep that under under wraps
1: no I'd say I'd say I'd say I'd have have I, I was an occasional user probably for the last five years the last three and a half years that's when I just pressed the accelerator um, you know I I don't know why how I why I started but that's on the back end of bad decision-making on alcohol um, I just felt alcohol wasn't enough the pressures of cricket um, being away from home COVID was a big one for me being locked up in the Crest of the hotel dealing with the Indian issue and knowing that you're five minutes away from your house and you can't see your children for 3-4 weeks and then you're you're away while the, the, the series starts for another 4 weeks, so 6-7 weeks where I found that really, really tough um, and being in quarantine and locked away and when I'm on the plane, you fly off and you go, well, okay, well, I can deal with that. Now I'm 10,000 Ks away. That's not a problem. But just dealing with everything and knowing it will come to a head and every every day waking up, when is this going to drop? So th- what I used to do was just you know, start by drinking, and then I use the the cocaine to to pull me through training sessions. I'd stop before matches, um, just just so to try and be in some sort of shape to play. Um, it's not a performance enhancer, that's for sure. Not the amount I was doing, and um, obviously until the abs-, abs the last game of my whole career, I tested positive in Ireland because I'd actually almost given up. And as selfish as that said, that it, it it started to beat me, you know. And I put my hands up and go it. it You know you can have any kind of mental toughness and whatever and i always believed that was one of my strengths yes it 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 certainly just just got the better of me i locked myself in a a hotel room and and that was it i didn't talk to people and i'll try and put on a brave face but deep down i was i was shattered inside and i and i just wish i had spoken out earlier because i wouldn't have sunk so deep and um but at the same time i'm grateful that it came to a head and i I absolutely just accelerated my life down a dark hole, got the help, met some pretty special people along with my family and I've never been healthier, I've never been as fit and healthy and as clear-minded probably my whole career, my whole life, so yeah. where I'm at now is in a beautiful place.
0: It's it's quite fascinating because I often used to think to myself, you know, at the back end of your innings when you would go out there and you'd play those real swashbuckling innings, And I used to think to myself, what is going on in your mind? You know, what is going on? Because as much as I knew, and a lot of people know that you you like to be on top of the bowling, but it was very, very, it was almost like, all right, well, you know what, if this comes off and if I get a hundred of 70 balls, so be it, if I get out, then that's just the way it was. Is is that kind of how it was in your mind when you went out to bat?
1: For sure, particularly against Pakistan, Bangladesh, the last couple of test series. I think a couple of times, 90 out of 70 balls, 80 out of 70 balls. Um, Pakistan 49 or 30 balls in a test match it's just that's not right you know what I mean so yeah. I just had this where I, I I cared but I probably I I just thought well I knew everything was coming to an, e- an end and I was just playing with freedom and absolutely probably not caring where I've just I've cared so much for so long but this this disease that I was going through with depression and drugs and, and, and alcoholism it was it was just nasty horrible yeah. stuff and I don't wish that on my worst enemy. I don't.
0: I, I, I'm just wondering: did that ever happen when you were crossing Nottinghamshire? Because I do know that one or two of the players they also got themselves into a bit of a of a bind with that, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. So I, listen, you know, I mean, th- th- there was certainly wasn't a drug culture in in, in England. No. Um, but you know, they were very strict with their head testing and all that, and that was just a, a probably a drinking culture. Um, but I'd say soon after that, I was really that's when I probably started to socially use, um, you know, um, and, and then the, the band comes along and that's just, yeah. And as a cricketer and that's where cricket cricketers need to be careful. And there is help out there now, um, is that, you know, is the suicidal rates after retirement, everything comes to an end and they go, Oh shit. Uh, what happens now? And that's where I was. I, I, I didn't, I just, when I was going to be planning life after cricket, I went mean, the opposite, and and I was dealing with this this darkness that I was trying to, you know, hope for a miracle that it would go away, knowing that it would never go away, and I was trying to combat that instead of combating life after cricket. So, um, you know, many things I am, you know, i I've, I've made many mistakes in my life, but being a cheat is just not me, not me. I put my hand up and being, you know, a little bit naive and going with these people because that looking back is probably just too good to be true. Who's going to pay you $15,000 for three days? You know what I mean? It's just okay. But I hadn't been paid for six months. So I still thought, well, it's a no brainer, but I know enough to say no. But leading up to the absolute last moment in India, I didn't feel threatened. I did not feel these guys were setting me up. Not once until I was like, I formed a relationship with these guys oh great and it literally turned 360 where there's your envelope from your best mate <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then to pure evil how do i get away from these guys they're mafia based people they're like mafia people they are, they're nasty so uh, safety was my main priority let's get out i'm in a foreign country i need to get going
0: and as soon as you got back to zimbabwe they relentlessly still continue to pursue you did they
1: yes yeah, they did yeah. eh? um, they even said to me pay the money back and I'd locked it in a safe and I just thought, well, you know, I'm not, I, I really, I wanted justice. I wanted, after a while, when it became too much, I just, I didn't even care if they released that video. Um, and it was because there was still some good in me that was never going to cheat, never, ever going to cheat. And they were saying to me, and I had gave all this back, back and forth chat to the ICC with, with our conversations with these guys. And there was total transparency there. So. There's your, there's, there's, They were saying, here my bank details, pay the money back with a quarter quits. But I still felt that was the wrong thing to do. They're just going to get away with it. Plus, they might even still have that, that video of me and just keep using it to blackmail me in, for future games. So I said, no, I, I'm, I, I said straight up that day. After four months, I just said, "Enough's enough. I said, I'm off to ICC. I'm going to report it. And that was it.
0: So um unfortunately for you, there would be people who would say something like, you know, unfortunately, Brendan, you represented the, the the country for many years. You you also captained the site for many years. So when you were walking down that tunnel, approaching the airplane at Robert Gabriel Mugabe International Airport, surely you would possibly have known that you were walking straight into a into a nest of vipers.
1: Sure. I mean people would, would, would think that, I'm sure. They would, but you know, I'm happy the the conversation that I've given to the ICC is yeah. there. People want to see it. They want to see it because I made it very clear. I'm all about integrity. I am. I am about. You know. I'm. I'm I wanted to make a. a you know. List. That was the start of the idea of that. Okay. I'm now thirty three, four at the time. Let's get things rolling. Let's let's network. Let's meet some other people. I'm not the first player to travel to India and, and try and do business or do. You know. So. Um, but there are players that have done legit business. Uh, my intention was legit business. But yeah, it was purely, my intentions were good. And through alcohol, Yeah. okay, and, I, and that's where I slipped. That's where I dropped it. That's where my judgment went bad, through alcohol, and then to the next choice. And um, that was uh, a regret I have.
0: Um, When you were at your the lowest of the low, BT, did suicide ever come to your mind?
1: Um. Do you know, I just remember driving. I drive to school with my kids in the car. Tears in my eyes, thinking, you know, this is where am I going? I'm sinking. I'm, I'm losing control of everything. Things that I'm so passionate about: my children, my wife, my house. And I'm like, I'm still loaded. You know, it's, I'm still, I'm not, I'm still haven't slept for three days. You know, that's what I was dealing with: three days with no sleep, um, and trying to numb the pain. I just, I woke up. I woke up with so much fear and. Um, and, and just no, no guidance, nothing. I didn't, I was too proud to tell my family. I was too proud to tell Kelly I, I didn't want to, I genuinely believed I would hurt them. If, and you know, I would be embarrassed. I would be like, well, the whole world's gonna know. Then, you know, and, but I'm just thankful that I, 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 I seeked out, I put my hands up because yeah. my, it was spiraling, it really was. And, and it leads, where does it go? Do you know, it leads to death, jail, institutions. It doesn't end well, it doesn't so i mean in three years i don't know how i managed to play any cricket i don't know how i managed to be a semi-present father i i I, I, don't i that's even an absolute excuse because i wasn't even present i was present but not present i mean my marriage took a massive hit from it um i didn't open up to kelly i didn't i kept so much from her for so long in so much pain that it was this drink and and i hid so much from her and I, 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 was, I got so good at it, but it just, it just took its toll, you know, a huge amount. And, um, but I'm, 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 yeah, I'm in the great place. I, yeah, I'll you be, certainly uh, are I'm in a great a, place. What about yeah, 140 absolutely. days clean now? So, and I'm just, I'm just looking forward I, back what's behind me is behind me i always talk about that's not a problem but i'm just purely uh, looking forward
0: yes yeah of course i've often spoken to recovering alcoholics recovering uh, drug users who say that there are times when they do miss it they do still have the craving has that since you've been out of rehab has that happened for you well not really
1: because i've got i mean i did the twelve-step program with with my sponsor and i and i've become very close to him he's and he played a big part in saving my life and so I'm very close to him, I chat to him every day. I look at all the positives that I have and I still have a roof over my head. I still have a, you know, I still have transport. I, and more importantly, I have my wife and my kids. Normally, the addict and the alcoholic will flush them down the toilet and then they'll follow afterwards. It's just, it doesn't just affect the addict, it affects the whole family. So that's where I'm lucky. I I, I pressed it so hard is that to try and deal with, with all my demons and all that that, I, I had nowhere else to go and I and that's when I just surrendered I just said mm. someone help me and then I went to my brother and, I, and started with him and then my older brother and um, Grant and Keegan and then it was like right it was all gearing towards telling my dad that was the hardest part was telling my dad just because of the you know, my, you know as, as a father who's been a fantastic dad my mum. Um, and, then, and, and then Kelly and my dad were the ones, so I was just had a lot of shame and guilt. But then I, the way I saw my brothers just support me, gave me so much like well, I need to keep talking about this because I could feel the weight of the world coming off my shoulders and, and knowing that they would run through the brick wall for me. So, um, so that, that, that's, I'm glad it came to a head and, and it was just, it was suffocating me, it really was.
0: How did your teammates and how did Zimbabwe cricket, in other words, the the board and the officials of Zimbabwe cricket and your mates, how did they take that when you had to come clean and and tell them, or when they realised it?
1: Well, I, I didn't expect the res—I didn't er- expect the response that I was going to get. I, I I expected some backlash, but I, I didn't. I mean, you're always going to get one or two comments, and that's fair enough. People are entitled to that. Um, but just. 99% of it was just love and support. It really was. I think in my statement says quite a lot where I was, I was very honest and I was, and I was vulnerable and I, and, I, and I opened up and I didn't, I didn't try and hide anything. And I think people appreciate that, but I've always tried to be an honest guy. I have and um, you know, um, yeah, I've, I've generally tried to put people first, not myself. Um, you know, the last three years I put myself First, because I I, I I try to focus on how to deal with this 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 cluttered mindset and this this dark place. But the, to answer your question, the players were were amazing, and and they still are, and I, I still have contact with them. And yeah, they, they they I do have good friends in the team, and I do support them. I do contact them. Zidzi, you know, I've I've have touch base with them. I'd like to meet with them and sit down, and you know, offer my my. My my apologies, my my you know I just mm-hmm. I didn't mean to to fall down this path. I didn't mean to take from Zimbabwe cricket. I didn't mean to get a, get in a have an addiction. Um, I didn't mean to to jeopardise them or or, or dent the the, the the Zimbabwe cricket's image. That was not my intention. But I made a mistake. Um, but I believe one day I'm so passionate about cricket. I still love it so much because it's given so much to me. I, I never turn my back on cricket, but I definitely want to just iron a few things out of Zimbabwe cricket because I owe that to them, I think, and, uh, and that's it.
0: And I suppose one thing, BT, that I, I know that uh, somebody or people who have always been very close to your heart, other than your family, are your fans. Uh, I certainly remember on countless occasions when uh, there was a a bit of a, maybe a bit of a standoff between yourself and Zimbabwe cricket, the, the hashtag bring back BT by thousands of supporters on Twitter. Uh, would always be very, very, um, you know, would trend all the time until such time that you came back into the side. I would imagine that you do feel some remorse towards those very loyal fans who always stood by you as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I and I have done a, a another in- interview, um, just a voice note on WhatsApp to to Enoch, another um, journalist. Oh, I can't yes. remember what uh, newspaper he's from, but um, and I did I did emphasise my. You know my apologies and my, and and just my gratitude towards the public and 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 you know the the supporters because they have been influential they have been so kind for so long they've been so patient and um, and again I, I if if I felt if I'd let anyone down which I felt I have I definitely feel that because I had cricket left in me and um, and I am and I do thank them from the bottom of my heart I really do and um, I just. I wish I could repay the face somewhere, somehow. I just don't know how to do that. And that's why I've got this new, new, this new energy and this new willpower to go out and impact whatever it may be, whether it's two ch- children with cleft lips, cancers, anti-poaching, wildlife. I've got big, big plans and we'll talk about them in a minute. But um, yeah, it's, it's just I, I, th- I thank the fans and the, the public for, you know, for all these kinds of words, their support for over the years. And I do apologize if I've, uh, if I've let anyone down, I, I, I sincerely do.
0: Well, I, as you said, there certainly has been a lot of love and support and, and respect uh, for the fact that you've been so very honest, you know, and that you've been prepared to talk about it so so freely as well. So let's talk a bit about the future then. That is in the past, and, and I suppose sadly all of us have a past that will that will stay with us for... The rest of our lives but what we can try and do is to look ahead into the future and and try and correct uh, mistakes that we've made in our lives so what is the future what does it involve for you
1: well for me you know to 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 make an amends is is well first and foremost is with my family um and gain their trust back which i am doing i'm gradually getting that back because i've taken so much time and, and not being present for so long so mm. That's what I'm loving the most right now is just really, really engaging my children and my wife. That's been amazing. And then my, my brother, my parents, sister in laws so yeah, that's that's been nearest and dearest. But there's been, you know, there, there are many other a- alcoholics and addicts out there, you know, and, I'm, and the short journey that I've been through is there's a lot of hurt and suffering and there's a lot of broken, torn families at the moment. And through my sponsor, he's starting to, to, to gear me up because what 's very important for us guys is to go out there and and and, and help the the fellow addict or alcoholic and that 's what 's important for our recovery and, and more so that person who's in, in, in suffering so i 've been quite busy with that behind the scenes there's anonymity to it so um, but that 's very rewarding and learning from my sponsors twenty one years sober who 's an amazing man and um, he, he He's just full on trench work, that's what he calls it. He just gets in the trenches and he just and he just helps family. He's so passionate about that. So I, I, I want to give back in that regard because to realize how bad this thing, this disease of addiction and alcoholism is is, is very... it's It blows my mind and, 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 and having been through it and not wanting anyone to ever experience it. And there's a problem in our communities and that's the sad reality. But in amongst that, using... And uh, my, my foundation that I'm working to get up, up and running, my nonprofit organization is called um, the Brennan Taylor Foundation, but Compassion into Action. So hence the 50K trail run for, for, for the two little eight month old uh, little children with cleft lips. So that's what we want to do. We want to be doing some sort of physical activity in order to raise money for someone without just going around with the begging bowl and saying, can we get money for that? We want to put work in to, to generate these funds. And uh, and and really make an effort. And we, uh, this is where I'm more fired up for more so than any. It sounds strange, to, you know. But cricket, you know, I could change someone's life. If someone, if a young kid looked up to me and says, "I want to be like Brendan Taylor," that's 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 amazing. That's and 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 I might have done that to a certain extent. But I, now to actually physically change someone's life, and I have the capabilities of doing that through some hard work and. And, and getting out there into the communities. That's what I'm really passionate about. I've had a great run. I've had 17 years of cricket and and I've loved it. I really have, but um, I've had a, dent in my, a a bump in the road. I'm coming out of it better than ever. And uh, I'm just full of gratitude. And I want to try and get out there and make a, a huge, huge positive impact and trying to spread the message that some other people can, can do that and come along with me on this journey.
0: I understand you have another very grueling project that uh, will be coming up pretty soon. Tell us a bit yes. about that. <laughs>
1: yeah, so this one is called The Walk for Life, which is, to, you know, to, to to get out there the mental the mental health side of things, and um, I don't I believe that that's not spoken enough about in this in this country, and I the more we talk about certain issues um, and trying to get rid of that stigma attached to it is it's okay to talk, um, but this people have this brave face and try and bottle it up and that's what I try to do and it's it just you know it just compounds everything to such a degree that it really just starts to crush you eventually so this walk for life is walking around the perimeter of Lake Kariba and it's 2,100 kilometers and obviously it's almost, almost impossible to, to do that but this is going to be over a two to three month period where we want to get groups of people who whether they want to walk, walk for one or two days or five days a week but um, and, and do it in blocks and try and you know and, and complete the perimeter so i i really am excited about this one and there's some some people i'm working closely with um uh, will know a lot more uh, this has been this is i'm very raw with this one It's a few days old so but um it's already in the pipelines and it's just about enhancing this message whether it's super sports, so power of social media going to the corporates and getting a team of us to do that and generate money for whether it's, it's the, the, the local communities, certainly mental health, and trying to build up these facilities that, that are capable of, of housing alcoholics, addicts and, 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 and mental illnesses. So that's the plan for now. Um, and then, yeah, but big, big plans coming up. And uh, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how, how best to go about it. and not biting off more than I can chew, but I just want a block for that, lot for that so every two to three months we're hitting the ground running and we we're doing something that's physically exhausting but gets a big reach and 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 helps some people out
0: and staying focused staying
1: focused is key that's the thing is keeping the mind busy um you know i I surround myself with such good people uh, such positive people that are bettering me every day and um i'm just learning i'm learning new facets to life not just cricket that's all i've ever known is cricket I am building two cricket nets at my house and I'm going to start coaching very soon. I think those, my nets will be completed by the end of this week, if not early next week. And my wife's going into her own little journey with her hair salon, so we're excited for that. Um, so, I, again, cricket will be, that's too close to my heart to totally neglect, so I'm really fired up for the coaching side of things. And it's not, it's my kids can use it and I can coach the odd, odd, odd kid on a weekend or late in the afternoon. That's what it's about. So.
0: So, are you uh, the ban that you received from the ICC? Does that not prevent you from from doing any coaching? Not in my home, no. Not in like your home. Outside of that, okay. yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Brendan Taylor, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for, for being so so honest. Um, there were no reverse sweeps in this innings, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's where I went wrong. I reverse sweep three years ago and the wheels fell off. You
0: know. <laughs> yeah, well, luckily, fortunately, uh, let's hope that you're quarter for no ball and you're able now to resume your innings and uh, to put everything that happened behind you and that uh, you'll continue to have... Uh, you, you may find that there'll be people who will still be very disappointed and very angry with you, but in time hopefully um, the anger and the disappointment will fade away sure. and that uh, admiration will once again pursue you. So thank you very much indeed for your, your time and wishing you nothing but the very best for everything that lies ahead of you.
1: Thanks, Dean. My pleasure.
0: Thank you. You've been listening to the D at Stumps podcast. It's been a real pleasure being with you and uh, we'll be back again uh, with the uh, next podcast pretty soon. Until then, take care. You've been listening to D at Stumps. Zimbabwe's only weekly cricket podcast.